episode 13 of Prospectology's coming at you after a quick word from our sponsors. What's up everyone, I'm Luch, I'm your host of Prospectology, and this is episode 13, like I said in the intro. Today we're going to take a look at three players from the ACC conference in college football uh, that I believe you'll enjoy watching, and I certainly enjoyed watching, and in the next episode, I'm going to take a look at the ACC conference as a whole and tell you some of the big-time players in that conference and who are going to be just great on paper but probably have some disappointing years or a diff- difficult season and uh, tell you who's on the bottom, who's at the top, uh, who's going to take the ACC championship, <clears throat> Clemson, uh, but... It's a little sneak peek. Uh, there'll be a couple of teams to compete with Clemson for that title of ACC champion. But look for that on the next episode of Prospectology. But right now, we got to get into episode 13. And that starts off with the first player from Virginia Tech, uh, the Hokies. And his name is Caleb Fairley. Uh, he's number three, he's a cornerback. For the Hokies, uh, he's six foot two, two hundred and seven pounds, and you watch him make some serious plays. Uh, watch Notre Dame, Virginia, North Carolina, in Miami. Uh, first team All ACC, uh, twelve passes defended, uh, four interceptions, and the dude with his size and length, being six two. Elite ball skills. Uh, when the ball's coming to him, he's either knocking it on the receiver's hands or he's plucking it out of the air and he's looking to take it to the house. So elite ball skills, very soft hands to high point the ball and bring it into him and look for the score. Um, but he's also got room to grow. He's only played the position for two years because uh, in 2017, his freshman season, redshirt freshman season, he, he missed all of it with a injury. But um, great athletic ability to make plays in that secondary. Uh, he's quick, uh, smooth movement, uh, smooth backpedal. He'll go sideline to sideline. Uh, he can... He just looks very comfortable moving, Uh, very smooth, soft, athletic um, when he's flipping his hips and uh, able to run with the receiver, carry him downfield, and doesn't get beat uh, deep by any receiver. I've seen him play against Chase Claypool last year. some big-time playmakers for Virginia, uh, Miami, and their uh, Brevin Jordan and all their playmakers there. And then North Carolina has got some fairly good receiving. But you see him not get beat on tape too often. There was a play or two where he was beat for a touchdown uh, in the red zone, but um, a little bit of a mistaken coverage or stuff there, but um, you see him at the line of scrimmage and the receiver's looking to get separation. He doesn't allow it, 
he's right there in your mug, and he's going to contest every ball that's thrown your way. Um, like I said, aggressive hands. Um, he'll fight you for that ball, and he's going to get it. Not beaten hardly any last year. Uh, technically sound with his footwork, uh, where he needs to be, uh, what angles to take. Uh, reading the route tree, what the receiver is going to do, keeps his eyes on the quarterback. Um, can tend to be a little bit grabby, but it's a good type of grabby. Um, didn't really see him get called too much for being a little overzealous. I mean, there's being over aggressive and there's being just uh, fighting for for the ball, which you see him do, um, uh, able to anticipate when the ball's coming his way, he'll read the quarterback, uh, anticipate the throw, and get there in a hurry to be right on the hip of the receiver and, and make a play there, so, uh, not a very solid, and if not the best corner in the country, I believe he's number two or one one B uh right next to Sean Wade of Ohio State. So got great size and great length um <clears throat> as as he contests a lot of balls and you can tell from the twelve passes uh he's defended. But um very solid player. I look for him to get drafted in that Bearing something incredible or downfall in the season. Look for him to be, uh, like, first round, high second round uh, pick. But uh, I would look for his name called in that first round of uh, this upcoming draft this year. Um, Second player I want to talk to you about is Tutu Atwell. And he's from the University of uh, Louisville. And uh, they're the Cardinals. And he's number one. He's a wide receiver, uh, preferably in the slot, and you'll hear why. Uh, his height is 5'9", um, weight 153. Um, saw him against, be explosive against Syracuse, Clemson, Mississippi State, and Notre Dame. <clears throat> For a dude that small, you would think eh, he probably doesn't get the ball too, too much because uh, he probably takes a beating. But Tutu had 70 receptions last year for 1,276 yards and 12 touchdowns. So he was the guy for that Louisville offense. And they not only use him in the slot, I've seen him kick out to the outside a few times, but he's more of that vertical uh, deep threat because he's got elite speed. Um, I'd like to see him use more on like punt returns and things like that, but I think with his size they they don't they'd rather use his skills on the offensive side of the ball, but they also use him they motion him into the backfield and also give him the ball there as as like a running back and uh wide receiver sweeps so uh, get the ball in this dude's hands and look out. He's got blazing speed to um, when he hits the second level. Uh, he, he's he got that home run capability. Kind of reminds me of the speed that Tyreek Hill 
has and how they kind of use him and give him wide receiver sweeps and and counters and, and stuff like that. So that's how Louisville's offense uses Tutu Atwell. And uh, he's a really good route runner for the limited route tree that they actually give him uh, on drags, curls, uh, slants from the slot. He's in vertical routes, obviously. Uh, you see him beat safeties and corners deep. And when he catches the ball, when it's a good ball, because there's been some 50-50 balls he's dropped that the quarterback just didn't have enough on or kind of underthrow it. But very small frame, which kind of bothers me at the next level because you don't want a player like that. He'll have to gain some weight. Uh, he's not probably not going to get any taller, but uh, add some more weight so at least he can absorb some of those big hits that he'll get at the next level. See him as a first-round, second-round player. Um, definitely a chess piece like Tyreek Hill of Kansas City. Not comparing him to Tyreek Hill, but the speed uh, matches. You'll see him at the con- you'll see Tutu at the combine run somewhere in the four twos. Uh, around there uh, he's got that much and when you put on the tape of him after you see him at the combine or just take a look at a Louisville game you'll you'll see he's just as fast on tape as he probably will be at the combine but uh, limited route tree um, like I listed um, sticky hands actually he believe it or not against contested balls going up into the air to try to come down with some catches. He's actually kind of beaten a couple of taller, bigger uh, safeties and corners in the the middle of the field to snag some balls, but a couple of those were kind of misplaced. But um, I I just look for his size to kind of be a a little bit of an issue at the next level. Kind of reminds me of a Cole Beasley, except... Uh, a little bit, a lot faster, but uh, gets great separation uh, with his speed. And when he hits that second level, he's very elusive. He'll get the ball in his hands and look look for him to, you can pretty much meet him in the end zone because he's very slippery, gets out of tackles, breaks tackles, and he'll fight for extra yards even though he's not a bigger guy. But a very impressive uh, wide receiver to watch. And I'll definitely have my eye on him this year uh, for Louisville. And certainly last but not least, probably one of my favorite uh, corners I have watched so far. Um, just for the, the sense of um, got a lot of room for him to get better. And I could see in my head where uh, I picture him to be in like four or five years uh, down the road. But uh, Paris Ford, uh, safety slash DB for the Pitt Panthers. Um, He's number 12 on tape, six foot, 190. Um, Great games against Penn State, UNC high-powered UCF offense, and his bowl game last year against Eastern Michigan 
which he had some fits there. But um, he had 60 solo tackles last year, three forced fumbles, 11 passes defensed, and three interceptions. First team all ACC like the other two. Uh, very hard hitter uh, looking to lay you out uh, when he comes towards you. And sometimes that gets him in trouble because he can kind of play a little aggressive at times and kind of lower his head and trying to look his, to lower his shoulder into you. And he kind of almost got into a little fight with uh, the Eastern Michigan quarterback in their bowl game because he kind of took a wasn't a cheap shot, but you could tell that he was looking to make an impact there. But you'll definitely feel his presence when he comes up and hits you. And you see him make plays sideline to sideline, knocking receivers out of bounds with huge hits. Uh, especially, uh, I didn't put it on my list, but the Virginia Tech game I watched a little bit of. And he absolutely laid out this running back on, on towards the sideline in the red zone and uh, fumbled the ball out of bounds. But a very hot motor. He goes sideline to sideline, um, understands angles. He knows what angles he has to take instead of just running after the receiver as he's running towards the sideline. He knows what angles he has to take to put himself in the best position to make a play. Uh, good in pursuit. Um, good tackler, not great. Um, kind of like your safeties to be good I mean, it would be great if he was a great tackler, but you see him kind of, that's where the being too aggressive, you see him kind of arm tackle sometimes because he's always looking to make the big hit and kind of lose grasp of the of the player. Uh, covers a lot, of, a lot of ground, which is awesome because um, he's smooth in footwork, but slightly stiff. And his backpedal doesn't look too comfortable backpedaling. Uh, doesn't look as smooth as some players like uh, Sean Wade or Caleb Fairley or even some safeties like Cisco uh, from from Syracuse. Uh, doesn't look too comfortable doing that even though he gets to where he needs to be. And not saying that he's slow. I'm just saying it doesn't look as natural as it does to some of the other corners and, and safeties that I've already watched. Um, but he's quick to key and diagnose uh, and run support. You'll see him shoot out of a cannon to help his former teammates in, in run support. You'll see him kind of lay out or lay the boom uh, to receivers and had a little bit of a hard time being a little over-aggressive against... Eastern Michigan uh, on the quarterback draws. The uh, quarterback was a little bit bigger and kind of overthought it a little bit. What he tends to do is overthink a little bit, and which allows, which not doesn't allow him, but he tends to hesitate a little bit and kind of pauses until he kind of regroups and says, oh, well, it's going to be a run, or oh, there's a, a pass coming this way, and but does get a, his hands on a lot of balls, even though he's not really thrown too, uh, too often. But he did make this interception at the goal line against Penn State, 
and it was taken back because of a penalty, but uh, showed very good uh, read and react um, to contest and know where the ball was going to read the quarterback's eyes and, and make a play on the ball, even though it didn't count. But um makes a lot of tough interceptions. Um, two out of his three interceptions last year uh, were thrown. Basically, it literally looked like their ball was thrown to the ground, and he just plucks that out of the air and and takes it to the house on uh, one against, uh, I believe, North Carolina. I was thrown towards the ground. I was like, oh, incomplete. Nice pass defense. Uh, I was right there with the receiver, and he just plucked it off, basically off the grass and, and ran it, took it to the house. So uh makes a lot of tough contested um, interceptions. But um, good hands to uh, fight for uh, contested balls. Um, sometimes gets there a little early. Um, like I said, can be too aggressive, and that's where he's always looking to make like his presence felt, and which he does most cases. But sometimes I think it's on the the borderline of being uh, penalties. So he's got to kind of look for that. Um, but not great length, but decent average size, uh, six foot, uh, one ninety. If he can get to the 200 range uh that'd be great uh for him especially against uh very physical at the line of scrimmage receivers at the next level um but um able to carry receivers up the field uh knows where he needs to be in the back end uh like him as a hybrid uh don't love him as a free safety but don't hate him as a free safety Love him as a strong safety, but can play both. Um, I'd plug him in at strong safety and also give him some coverage um, responsibilities in the back end. But those are the three players I have for you today. Uh, look for my next episode. Be taking a look at the ACC as a whole, telling you who's going to win it and who are the bad teams, who are the good teams, who are the middle-of-the-pack teams, and give you a couple players there to keep an eye on for the upcoming season. And thank you all for listening. Got a question or want me to take a look at someone or a team, hit me up on my Twitter, at Luch Bryant. Look forward to hearing from you all. And I'll see you around on the next episode of Prospectology.